up on today's federal newscast. The Postal Service could stand to shed a few square feet. More veterans are trusting the Veterans Affairs Department these days. And the military services could be putting themselves in cyber jeopardy due to one major flaw. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. An early gift for most federal employees, President Trump issues an executive order closing federal offices Monday, December 24th. There's been a more recent tradition of giving federal employees the day off when Christmas Eve falls on a Monday. The EO leaves it up to agency heads to determine if certain offices will need to remain open. 86% of nearly 400 postal facilities surveyed by USPS's Inspector General has excess space. The IG estimates the agency has more than a million square feet in excess real estate. It recommends USPS look for ways to consolidate. The Postal Service owns more than 8,000 properties and leases more than 20,000 other locations. Veterans' trust in the Veterans Affairs Department is up in 2018. 86% of veterans say they trust the VA in this year's Customer Experience Survey. Trust scores went up in particular at 128 out of 139 VA medical centers. Survey results found veterans are mostly concerned about having access to specialty providers. Improving parking at VA hospitals and shortening the time it takes for veterans to get medications were among common recommendations for improvement. Two Democratic senators renew their calls for an inspector general investigation into undue influence three members of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago club had at Veterans Affairs. Senators Brian Schatz and Elizabeth Warren sent a letter to VA Inspector General Michael Missel asking his office look into the matter. Following recent developments on the scope of influence the three have wielded over decision-making on VA matters. The senator's initial request for an investigation was accepted last month by the Government Accountability Office. The Office of Management and Budget is finding success in getting agencies to use best-in-class contract vehicles. OMB releases new data under the President's Management Agenda's Category Management Cross-Agency Priority Goal, showing agencies spent $29 billion last year on best-in-class contracts. That's $9 billion more than the 2018 goal, and it helped generate more than $9 billion in cost avoidance. GSA is also trying to drive more work to these contract vehicles. It's launching the BIC Research Tool to help agencies identify and compare available contracts. The Defense Information Systems Agency says it will release its second set of capabilities for the new National Background Investigation Services System by the end of the month. DISA says it's using about 1,000 people in the middle of the security clearance process as early adopters of the new background investigation IT system. The agency plans to release new capabilities on NBIS every three months. The first release came back in September. NBIS will eventually serve as the government-wide system used to conduct suitability, security, and credentialing investigations. Investigations. The General Services Administration's Emerging Technology Office will host a robotic process automation forum in January. Justin Herman, the head of the office, says the meeting will focus on RPA use cases in government as well as RPA's impact on the federal workforce. GSA is also in the works to launch a process improvement competition on challenge.gov during the RPA day. 
A Pentagon audit finds the military services are opening themselves up to serious cybersecurity risks by failing to keep track of the software running on their networks. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. The DoD Inspector General says none of the Navy, Marine Corps, or Air Force commands it reviewed had accurate inventories of their software. The IG says not only is that a violation of DoD's own policies, it's also likely to lead to duplication in the applications the military buys. The audit found the Air Force has no process at all to prevent duplication, and the DoD Chief Information Officer hasn't done enough to enforce application rationalization across the department. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Airmen are staying skeptical about strange emails in their inbox. Air Force Cyber wraps up testing airmen in Europe with mock spear phishing attacks and found most airmen did not fall for the ploy. Spear phishing attacks target a specific recipient and appear to be from a trusted source. The Air Force says airmen should contact their local communications focal point if they receive a suspect email. Government-wide cybersecurity goals remain elusive for most agencies. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The cybersecurity at 17 of 23 major agencies is not effective and does not meet all nine of the administration's cross-agency priority goals. The Government Accountability Office's latest review of agency progress shows continued struggles with internal controls and implementing capabilities to lower or mitigate risks. The report comes as agencies continue to face more and more cyber attacks. In 2017, which is the latest data available, agencies reported to DHS more than 35,000 cyber incidents. I'm Jason Miller. And two centers of excellence aimed at concept development and capability development are being created by the Navy. The research hubs will bring together naval doctrine, relationships with industry, and educational resources to make Navy education and technology development more prepared for future conflicts. The Navy will also set up a new three-star position to oversee the initiative. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and follow us on Twitter. Twitter, our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.